Welcome to the Covenant Woman Podcast, inspiring you to grow your faith in all of God's promises and take what belongs to you as a daughter of the King of Kings. I'm your host, Shayla Gordon, author of The Covenant Woman. Are you ready to stop self-sabotaging and start overcoming the struggles that have been holding you back from stepping confidently into who God says you are? Come on, sister. It's time to thrive in all areas of your life. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Covenant Woman Podcast. Thanks for being here with me today. So we are on our last section of the book, section seven, and I want to talk to you guys about the importance of prayer, but even more specifically, the importance of a prayer list. So let me ask you a question. Do you think it's important, like who you're connected to in life, right? I mean, I think we can all probably agree that who we're connected to does influence us in one way or another. And it can be very beneficial if we are connected to people that have like minds, people who are, you know, maybe trying to live their life similar to us, people who strengthen us, people who inspire us, who encourage us. It's important who we're connected to, right? I mean, I think we can all agree on that. But do you feel connected to God? Or do you feel just like, you just go to him when you're in an emergency, like whenever you whenever you have to have something right then or something's going on with a family member and you need to to reach out and, you know, ask him to whether it be healing or ask him to intervene in, in one way or another, because there is a big difference in actually being connected to him and having that faith walk with him, having that fellowship and that relationship with him and then just going to him when you're in need of something or when an emergency pops up. I mean, those are two completely different things. And of course, I'm not trying to discourage you from going to him when you're in an emergency of something, when you need something, he is there for you. So it is important to go to him whenever we do have something pop up that's just all of a sudden, something we didn't see coming, an emergency, if you will. I mean, it's very important to go to him in those times. But You'll never experience true joy and peace. You'll never know what that even feels like if that's the only time that you go to him. You'll always be unfulfilled. Like there will always be something missing and you'll never live peacefully and joyfully. And, you know, what I mean by joy is not just happiness, not just happiness, you know, oh, my favorite TV show's on today. I'm so happy. Or my friend's coming to see me and we're going to go go do something that, you know, those those things make you happy. Yes. But true joy comes from your creator. And if you are not connected to him and you only go to him during an emergency, you're never going to know true joy that that joy where no matter what comes up in the day or whenever, if, if there is an emergency, you still have your joy because it's rooted in Jesus. And if you don't know what that feels like and you have a hunger for that, get connected to God. Go to him in fellowship. Talk to him. Make him the most important conversation of your day, first of all, which we've we've talked about in the last week or so. But talk to him throughout the day. I mean, just like you would any any friendship that you have, you know. I mean, how many friends do you text every single day throughout the day? Maybe sending funny things to them. With God, I mean, it's the same thing. You're you're in a relationship with him. You you have a friendship with him, a fellowship with him. You you want to go to him anytime you need anything. I mean, he's he's there, but if if you're in that constant relationship with him, 
and not just going to him when something crazy pops up, then you're truly going to have that connection with him. And you'll know that joy and that peace that I'm talking about. And I think that's one reason why God doesn't want us just to come to him whenever we have an emergency. He He wants to know us and he wants us to know him. He wants a, a real relationship with, with us, which is just... It's amazing to know that the creator of this world, the creator of each of us, the one who planned us, the one who designed us for our specific plan, for his plans for us and our our purposes here in this lifetime, like he wants a relationship with us. If that doesn't make you feel special and loved, I don't know what does. I don't even know what would. So bottom line, don't wait until something really bad happens before you get connected to God. Like, don't just go to him when when you have an emergency. Fellowship with him, you know, fellowship with him every day. And whenever trouble comes, you're going to be so strong in your faith, first of all, that you're not going to just immediately start worrying and being full of fear. You're, you'll just go straight to God because you you know his word, you know him. Think about this. Like if you have a best friend or one of your parents or a spouse, somebody that you know, if you go to them, like that's it, they're going to take care of you. Like if you go to them, you need something, you call them and, and they're there in a heartbeat. Same thing with the Lord, only on a much bigger and greater level. If you know him and you know what his word says and you know that his plans for you are good and you're walking in his will, the first thing that you're going to do is go straight to him whenever you're in need of something because you're connected to him. You're connected to his word. You know what his word says. You know that he is faithful. You know that his plans are good. You know that he is your savior. And think about that word savior. He's he's already saved us, right? But he's there to save you whenever you're in need of saving. So your automatic reaction is not going to be to be in fear. It's going to be, oh, I got to take this to the Lord because he's the one that knows the way. And here's what some people just, it's a really hard concept for them to grasp. Fellowship is a two-way conversation with God. And so, and I mean, it can take time to get used to this, but it's not you, you know, whenever you pray, you're sitting down and, and you're you're talking to God about the things that you need, the things that are on your heart, right? But fellowship is talking and listening. It's a relationship. It is letting, letting, you know, maybe asking God for something and then sitting quietly or asking, you know, talking to him and then spending that time sitting quietly and letting him minister to you, letting him talk back to you. And it's, you know, it, it's not normally, sometimes it is, it's not normally an audible voice, but it's, it's, he speaks to your heart. It's the Holy Spirit guiding you and speaking to your heart and telling you those things that, that either you're asking for those things that you need to know, those things that you are seeking for, you know, the Bible says, seek and you'll find. So how do you think that you're going to find the answer? I mean, God's going to get you the answer to whatever it is that you're in need of, but it's not always just you going with questions either. It's sometimes it's it's just that, that relationship. Sometimes God just wants to talk and he wants to talk to you. And um, that's, that's what a relationship with him is all about. It's being connected to him on a greater level than to just, than just going to him whenever you're in need of something right that second. Okay, so fellowship is so important with God. It's it's important to be connected with him on that level, to have that relationship, that friendship, because 
it means that you have faith in him and his word. And um, it's just that daily connection with him. So um, yes, fellowship, so, so important. But one of my main topics that I want to talk to you about today is the power of a prayer list. And you might be thinking, okay, what is a prayer list? It is literally exactly the way it sounds. It's a list of prayers matched up with scriptures pertaining to specific situations in your life. Okay, so I do want to make this clear. Just because you have a desire inside of you, it doesn't always mean that it matches up with God's will for you. So God doesn't promise to give you anything and everything you ever ask for him because let's face it, I mean, sometimes we aren't asking for the right thing and sometimes it doesn't match up with God's plan for our life or his will found in the Bible. And so if we are asking him for things that that he does not want for us that are wrong um, even to be asking him for, it doesn't mean like you're you're not going to get the answers to to those kinds of prayers. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about prayers that line up with God's will and his plan for your life. And one of the amazing things about the Lord is that when even whenever we ask for something that does go against his will, maybe we're not knowledgeable in that area, or maybe we just want something really bad and know that it doesn't even belong to us, know that we shouldn't be asking for it. You know, I mean, that it could go either way, but God is so gracious and he's so patient with us and he will literally, he will guide us and give us wisdom in those specific areas. If we'll, if we will give him that time and stay connected with him, he will guide us to, to realizing what we should be asking for. He will, he will shift us into maybe asking for something that, that is not in his will to, to asking for something that in is in his will. He will help us to see what his will is and he'll start showing us those plans that he has for us. I just love that he is so patient with us and he's so kind and he will he will tell it to us in a way that we will understand it. And it might take us a little while to get it, just depending on where we are in life, but he he will make sure that he gets us on the right track if we stay connected with him. I want to read 1 John 5, 14 through 15 to you. I think I think this is out of the amplified version, but um I'm going, to, I'm going to read the parentheses and all. This is the remarkable degree of confidence which we as believers are entitled to have before him, that if we ask anything, listen to this, according to his will, that is consistent with his plan and purpose, he hears us. And if we know for a fact, as indeed we do, that he hears and listens to us in whatever we ask, we also know with settled and absolute knowledge that we have granted to us the requests which we have asked him for. So did you catch that part? (laughs) If we ask according to his will that is consistent with his plan and purpose, he hears us. So don't twist God's word to make it fit into the request that you have. You know, twist, if anything, shift that request that you have to fit what God's word says. And and like I said, God is so just patient with us and he will he will help and guide you in doing that. And did you catch verse 15? And if we know for a fact, as indeed we do, that he hears and listens to us and 
Whatever we ask, we know which settled or with settled and absolute knowledge that we have granted to us the request which we have asked him for. So that that is faith. That is knowing that if we've asked something within God's will and his purpose for our life, then we know that we have the answer to that prayer. There's We don't have to beg. We don't have to cry around and wonder if it's ever going to come to pass. We know that it is because we have faith in God's word. We have faith in him and, and we know that what he says comes to pass. So when you're making your request known to God, and, and that's here's the thing, you have to make that request known to him because how can you expect him to give you something that you're not asking him for? And as I'm talking about prayer list, do you have to write down your prayers? Absolutely not. You don't have to, but it is important to do it. It's very beneficial and it's even biblical. Habakkuk 2.2 actually says, write down the vision and, and make it plain. And I read 1 John 5.15 already, but I want to read it to you in the King James Version. And if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. Well, the word petition, it actually means a formal written request addressed to a sovereign superior for a particular right or grace. And that's exactly what you need when you're praying about something serious, right? I want to tell you some of the benefits for actually having a written prayer list. So for me, I have noticed that it keeps me in remembrance of what I'm standing in faith for. And so whenever I write down those needs, those requests, those prayers that I have, it's it keeps me kind of accountable to walking in love, walking in forgiveness, walking in faith. And um, if I don't have them written down, then sometimes they just tend to escape my mind because let's face it, we all have a lot of requests for God, I'm pretty sure. I know that I do. And so it really just kind of keeps me on the straight and arrow. It, it helps me to remember, like I said, what I'm standing in faith for. And as I'm reading the scriptures that go along with those specific prayer requests, it continues to build my faith in who God is and the power that he has and the authority that he has in my life and over each specific request. And another great thing about a prayer list is you get to mark those requests off whenever you see them come to pass in the natural. And so every time you mark one of those off or put a check mark by it or highlight it or whatever you choose to do, you get whenever you go back to it and look, it just continues building your faith because you're reminded, my goodness, if God could answer this prayer for me man, what am I even, why am I full of any type of fear that he could do this other other thing over here for me? Because this was a big ask. This was a big deal, but he did that for me. And so I know that he can do these other things for me too. It's just going to continue building your faith in God's word and in his mighty power and his authority. You know, I pulled out a prayer list that I had made back in my oh, mid-20s. Um, so yeah, about 10 years ago, probably at least. And I was reading through that prayer list and just crying because every single thing on that list, some things were smaller and some things were so big, so big that uh, it just literally just left me speechless and just tears coming out of my eyes because I remember asking God for those things. I remember 
spending that time with him, finding those those uh, scriptures that just matched up with each one of those requests, but knowing that he did every single thing on that list. He did everything that I needed. And um, it just reminded me nothing is too big for him. Whenever we are connected with him, whenever we have our faith in the right place, there's nothing too big for him to do for us. And there's nothing that he doesn't want to get to give to us whenever we're walking in his will. He wants to answer those prayers and he can answer those prayers and nothing is too big for him. And I think back to when I was a kid, first learning even what a prayer list was. And I can remember my mom and my Nana, which is her mom, they would write their request request down and they would match them up with scriptures. And I remember a lot of times they were on the phone talking to to each other about them. And just like with me, some of those prayer requests were small and some of those requests were so big And I remember how much that built my faith as a kid, because I remember like they would get on the phone and just praise, be praising the Lord and shouting whenever one of those prayers was answered and they got to see it in the natural, but they would agree with each other's, you know, like Matthew 8, 18, 20 tells us where two or more are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst of them. And so they would, they would agree with each other's, they would sign their names on each other's, they would stand in agreement, they would stand in faith, they wouldn't contradict what they were believing for. And they were able to hold each other accountable for, um, for what each of them were believing for. So if any doubt or unbelief did start to creep in through their, their words, they, they were able to hold each other accountable to 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 saying, "Hey, wait, nope, that's that's not belief talk or that's not faith talk." They were able to help each other out, and so if you have somebody that you know is walking a path with the Lord, and you you can um, trust them wholeheartedly like that, yeah, absolutely, get an agreement with somebody, have have somebody stand in faith with you, have somebody praying for the same things and holding you accountable at the same time. There's so many benefits to that. And just think about all those things that fill your head every day, those things that maybe you haven't made those requests known to God. Maybe you've thought about it. Maybe you've kind of hinted around to it or, you know, at nighttime before you go to sleep, you'll ask God for a bunch of things. But what if you were to get in his word, find those scriptures that that completely relate to what your situation is, and you stand in faith on on those specifically and you say, Lord, this is what your word says, and you're not a liar. And I I know that you're going to provide and you make sure that you're in his will. Think about how much peace could come over your life over the next couple of days, just knowing that maybe all of these stresses that are in the back of your mind every day, just knowing that those are being taken care of and God's got you. That Wouldn't that make the just the biggest difference in your life? So if you want to get started writing your own prayer list, here's what I encourage you do. I encourage you to sit down, get some time by yourself. You don't you don't need any distractions. You don't need to have a million people around you. You need some time with you and God and let him guide you to asking for things that are within his will. And look at each and every area of your life. Look at your health. Look at your the physical part of your life. Um, look at the um, financial part of your life, the spiritual part of your life, the uh, the people, the relational part of your life. Think about every area in your life. 
and write requests specifically for each area of your life. And if you want to go to my website, I have a free printable. You just download it and you can print it off. And that's at thecovenantwoman.org. So www.thecovenantwoman.org. Scroll down on the homepage until you see the, the printable prayer list. Print that off and then seek God, let him guide you, but start writing down those requests, you know, use each er each of those areas to, to write down specifically what it is that you need, what it is that you want, what your desires are, let God lead you, make sure that you're within his will, right? Make sure you stay in his will. And then you go find scriptures that pertain to each one of those requests, every one of them. And you're going to find that some of those same, some of those requests, they, they might use the same scriptures, but that's okay. If you're not sure to how to find a scripture relating to a specific request that you have, just Google. Like, let's say that you are in need of um, something financial, some, you know, God's God's hand in your life financially. You can literally just Google scriptures. You can Google financial help scriptures or God's financial blessing scriptures, however you want to word that. But, you know, Google's extremely easy to use them that way. But also, if you're using that free printable from my website, at the back of that, there are some scripture references for different things that you may be in need of. And then find a couple of scriptures, find at least one scripture, but you can always do two or more even that relate to that specific ask, that specific request and write it next to that request. God will take care of any situation that you're going through as long as what you're asking him for is in your will, as long as you have faith that he is going to bring the answer to that prayer to pass. And the way that I do my prayer list, and you don't have to do it exactly like this, but here's what I do. I, you know, I make my request known. I match that request with scripture and God's word. And then I go to him. Basically, I petition him. I write it down. I take it to him. I say, this is what your word says about the situation. I have faith in your word. You know, I talk to him about it. But then after that, I don't go read my prayer request to him daily because I already have faith whenever I ask that first time that that what he says is going to come to pass. So I don't sit there and ask him every day. But what I do do is I pull out my requests and I thank him for bringing those the answers to those prayers to pass. I I thank him for for all that he's done and then I, you know, I will name each of those requests and I'll say thank you Lord for bringing blank 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 to pass. Thank you Lord that that your word says this and even if I haven't seen it with my natural eye yet, I know that your timing is perfect and I know that you are faithful to me. And your word is 100% truth. And this prayer has been answered. You know, I, I talk to him in that way. But it's like this. If you have a one of your kids come to you and they ask you for something, let's say they ask for a phone and you say, yes, you know, I, I'm going to get you a phone. And then they come to you every single day and ask you for that phone or whatever it is that they're asking for, that's going to get pretty old, right? Like it's go- it's going to get annoying, <laughs> for lack of better words. I mean, we don't want them, if we say yes, we want them, you know, we will get it to you whenever we get it to you. You know, maybe, maybe there's something that has to take place first. Maybe you want to see 
what their attitude is over the next week. Or maybe you want them to, maybe you just have to get the the finances to go by the phone or the time to go do it. Maybe you haven't had time, but whatever reason it is, you've probably got a re- good reason for it. And you don't want your your kid coming to you every single day and asking for the same thing over and over and over again. I feel like that with God. And I feel like, you know, we ask and then, and then I ask and then I thank him for it and I praise him for it. And I just, I just give him that praise. And I know that if I've asked something within his will and his plans for me, and I have faith in what his word says, then I'm going to see that blessing come to pass. And so that's the way that I use my prayer list. And that's what has worked for me. And just spending that time with him as often as possible and praising him. I mean, praise. God inhabits the praisers. And and so whenever you're praising him, like let's say you haven't even seen the answer to that prayer come to pass, but you're praising him. I mean, that is so precious and that is so special. And God, God loves that. He honors that. And um, I know I said it last week, I believe, but I just don't think there's anything more precious in God's sight than the sacrifice of praise and um, just just praising him through the storm, praising him whenever maybe you haven't seen the answer to that prayer yet, but you know it's on its way. You know that God's making it perfect in his timing. You know that he's moving mountains on your behalf. You know that your faith is working and you're just staying connected to him. And don't ever forget, faith is believing even when you can't see it with your natural eyes. So just because you haven't seen it come to pass yet does not mean it's not on its way. And it doesn't mean that God hasn't already worked it in your favor and his perfect timing. And the more you spend with God, the more time you spend with God and connected to him and his word, the clearer your spiritual eyes will become. And so you won't you won't rely on your natural eyes. You will rely on your spiritual eyes and and your faith and and what God's word says. All right, guys, that's what I have for you today. I hope that this has encouraged you to create your own prayer list. If you have questions specifically about about any anything to do with prayer, prayer requests, please reach out to me. You can email me at thecovenantwoman at gmail.com or you can connect with me on one of my social platforms. I hope you have a great day. I hope you have a blessed week and I will meet you back here next week. Thank you for listening to the Covenant Woman podcast. For more info on the book, to stay inspired and to find all the ways to connect with me, check out thecovenantwoman.org. Don't forget to follow this podcast to be notified when another episode drops. And I would be so grateful if you would take just a second and rate and review this podcast. Thanks, guys.